a short time of worship as we lift this place we just want to lift this atmosphere and take this atmosphere with us we just want to go on and worship the name of the Lord somebody lift your hands into the heavens and say God I love you Major for 
Thanksgiving be found in your mouth this evening as you lift your voice as we congregate together. Let his voice, let your voice bring praise to his name. Just lift your voice. Thank him for life. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for his mercies. Bless him for his sustenance. Thank him for his covering over your life and your family. Thank him for an opportunity like this once again to encounter his glory. 
thank him for this grace this this his mercy that has brought us his mercies that have brought us once again onto his feet just lift your voice beloved wherever you are adore him give him glory thank him thank him thank him thank him thank him by him therefore offer unto him hey, the sacrifices of praise which is the fruit of your lips giving glory unto his name bible says that from the rising of the sun hey, to the going down of the same hey, his name is to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same and every moment in between you want to feel every moment with a sound of thanksgiving with a voice of gratitude oh god we bless you oh god we adore you father we bless you we give you glory you are faithful oh god we come to render unto you all thanksgiving do your name our souls make their boast in you in the name of jesus because you are faithful because you deliver your deliverer because you are good you are kind there is none like you jesus be exalted jesus be lifted i jesus blessed be your name oh father in the name of jesus oh god we exalt you thank you you who have delivered our souls from calamities and destructions in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we give you glory we give you glory we give you glory
to obtain mercy, to find grace to help in times of need, in this time of need. Lord, O oh God, as we come boldly, we ask for cleansing by the blood of Jesus. Make us whole. Lord, cleanse our spirit, soul, body from all uncleanness, every defilement in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, we ask that you cleanse our spirit, soul, body. Make us whole. Make us whole. Make us whole by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for cleansing. We thank you for cleansing. We thank you for cleansing by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit. Increase me in power. Anoint me. Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, according to the book of Acts, Acts chapter ten and the verse thirty-eight. How God, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power and Bible says that the, the necessity of that power was because he needed to go about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him you want to tell God and Lord anoint me with your power and with the Holy Ghost anoint me with the Holy Ghost and with power in the name of Jesus as I pray in the language of the Spirit your word says likewise the Holy the, likewise the Spirit helps our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the Spirit himself help help make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered oh God 
mercies the fact that you're able to move your hands unaided it's a blessing that you're able to lift your hand it's a blessing you're able to breathe through your nostrils you're able to eat for the food to go through your no your 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 your, your normal digestive tract 
from your mouth through your gullet, the esophagus, through the digestive tract to your stomach and ate dead. The fact that your, 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 your tummy, your belly is able to process food, it's a blessing. Just lift your voice. And uh, lift your heart unto him. Of our ministration tonight. Speak to us, oh God, speak to us. A word in season, a word that ministers hope, restoration, deliverance, breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Revelations, keys, minister, spirit, and life unto us in Jesus' mighty name. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. Lord, oh God, open the heavens over us, this ministry and administrations tonight. Help us, O God, grant us grace, strengthen us, empower us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Comfort, strengthen, empower, deliver, edify, edify. Spirit of the living God, grant us more light, 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 light. Revelation, a word in season, a word in season, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
so we are set for today's encounter and God has prepared one of our own to be a blessing to us Amen She anointed him an engineer by profession. She washed his feet with tears. A lover of God. Dried them with her hand. I know how Mary felt. As a wonderful brother. And as his name goes. So will he minister to us. Amen. So I want us to welcome our brother, Papa Michael Sia, to take us through today's teaching, today's session. Let's cooperate. Let's make notes. Let's support. And let's keep sharing the podcast share to bless a loved one share to bless somebody home or abroad amen minister god bless you the platform is yours I'm carrying this load I'm not meant to bear But you said in your word That truth could be found If I could find the courage To lay it all down Amen I believe you can hear me now I believe you can hear me Amen God richly bless you, Apostle. Um, God richly bless you, dear family. It's a, it's a privilege um, to join in. I believe you can hear me now. Can you, can you hear me clearly? Great, great. God richly bless you. Um, I thank the Lord so much for this incredible opportunity. Um, to minister his word it's a blessing it's a privilege and i count it as a hannah time and time again i've been (laughs) trying as hard as much as possible to get this um, opportunity to dispose the word of the lord and uh, counting on opportunities becomes a, a bit of a challenge in our times nowadays but I thank the Lord so much, Apostle, um, for this opportunity once again, for your consistency. It's just been unwavering, and God richly bless you. God richly bless you so much, and our family as well. Tonight is, a, is an amazing night already. <laughs> It's a, it's a great opportunity under the guidance of the precious Holy Spirit to minister the word tonight. 
Before I, I proceed ahead, um, let's let's have a word of prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, we have come before you today with grateful hearts, recognizing the immense privilege we have to share your life-transforming message of love and salvation to the world. We are vessels of your grace, Lord, called to be ambassadors of your kingdom. And we stand before you, gathered here, humbled by the responsibility that comes with this divine calling. Lord, we pray for those who have not yet experienced your saving grace. Lord, open their hearts and minds to receive the gospel message with open arms. Let your Holy Spirit move mightily among us tonight, among those we seek to reach, breaking down barriers and dispelling doubt. Lord, give us the understanding and the desire to tend to you, to find forgiveness and to experience the eternal hope that comes through faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask for guidance. We ask for wisdom and anointing as we are filled with your word. Grant us the words, O Lord, to speak, compassion to listen, and the courage to proclaim your truth unshamely. May our lives be a living testimony to the power of your love. Lord, we also pray for the strength to persevere in the face of challenges and opposition. Let us not be discouraged by setbacks, but rather let them strengthen our end and resolve as the Lord God to continue sharing your message of hope and redemption. Place all those we encounter in your hands, trusting that you, O Lord, are the ultimate author of our salvation. May your light shine brightly through us. Grant us close to you, to your love and grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your name. In your precious name, have we prayed and thanksgiving. Amen. God richly bless you all for your name. Without further much I do, and uh, with time constraints, I will quickly get into it. So our anchor chapter will be taken from Romans chapter 3, verse 23 to 25. If you could help me please. It's a grace reference, Romans chapter 3, verse 23 to 25. It's a, it's a grace reference for how to share the gospel. And our message uh, entitled will be evangelism and promoting the gospel in person and through social media amen oh sorry for the scripture romans chapter 3 verse 23 to 25 yeah. it says for all have sinned and sorry i'm using my my bible here so i may delay a little with the time but um if you could post the scriptures i'll be yes um NIV is fine. Oh, King James. NIV is fine. Oh, 
Okay, so for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forth as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Uh, yes, um, oh, any version is okay, and uh, yes, Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Please. Amen. So, in evangelism, it is helpful to, to explain to our brothers, our brethren, their need for a savior. The verse above, or the verse I have. I have enlightened strange truth for every individual on earth. Every person has sinned and fallen short of any possible way to attain salvation and be with God in heaven. Earlier in Romans chapter 3, Paul even writes that there is none righteous. No, not not one. Every man, whether woman, and whether child or falling short of the of the glory of God. Even the best of us, because of this, there is a need of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Someone who could stay as from our sins. It says, and are justified by his grace as the gift through the redemption that is Christ Jesus. You know, evangelism would be so much harder if there wasn't any good news. Actually, the message of the gospel doesn't stop at our desperate need for a savior. The savior we need and we needed was Jesus. The God justified us through the redemption in Christ. We went from sinners, observing punishment to children of God saved by grace. This is this is truly a gift. Amen. More than, more than just saving us from the punishment of sin, God also saved us from the bondage of sin, so that we can turn away from sin and honor Him. It says God, whom God put forward as a presentation of his blood to be received by faith. Now, the Bible is very clear that there is no payment for sin without the shedding of blood. Most importantly, understand that Jesus didn't just get rid of the punishment. He took it for us. He lived a perfect life. Yet he took the punishment that we deserved. Now, because of this gift, we can have a relationship with God through faith. And, and that's the, the bottom line of everything. That is the gospel. That is the message of Christian evangelists across the globe. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And now, by grace, through faith, we have been saved. Amen. So this has been the message of salvation for over 2,000 years and continues to be the call to life even to this day. Glory unto the Lord. Amen. Now, let's take our scripture, our next reading from um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. 
Sorry, um, um, please, can you hear me? I don't know if you could hear me. Okay, that's great. Sorry about that. Um, I'm using my cell phone at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so um, I made a little biblical theological review um, the word evangelism comes from a i'm not i'm not very good with the with the term but just a little research i made um the greek word um i don't know how to mention it euangelizomai which means to preach the good news evangelizomai and the good news here refers to the message that sinners can be saved Exactly, exactly. God bless you, Mr. David. Yes. And the good news here refers to the message that sinners can be saved from their sins through Jesus Christ. You know, there are many terms commonly used today for evangelism. Sometimes it is called witnessing or testifying. At other times it is called personal outreach or as we know, preaching for men. Yeah, we also call it soul winning soul saving but basically they all refer to the same thing oh i'm so sorry um can you can you hear me can you hear me now apostle can you hear me I just want it to be loud and clear. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, yes. So there are many terms I said commonly used today for as as used for um, evangelism. Okay. Some prefer to call it soul winning or soul saving. But basically they all refer to the same thing. And that is the responsibility of us living and convincing a sinner of the message of salvation through the use of, of God's word, through the power of the Holy Spirit. In short, evangelism is the spreading of this good news. Amen. Evangelism involves sharing the gospel message with others. Also, evangelism is an act of love and obedience to God who calls us to go into the world and share amen yeah, so at the end of matthew chapter 28 jesus tells us his followers go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything i have commanded you he tells us the same thing too evangelism is a very crucial step of obedience amen uh, god richly bless you minister redeemed 
that. So evangelism is a crucial step of obedience to God in his call to go and make disciples. Okay, it all begins with a simple message of the gospel, the call to repent and believe in Jesus. This complete, yes, this complete analogy of in-person evangelism, I would like to analyze it in five parts. So the first part we want us to look at it in will be the responsibility of evangelism for all Christians. No, evangelism is the sole responsibility of us as a body, as a Christian body. As such, we cannot choose to ignore it. You know, many a times, um, tend to think that when they tell somebody about Jesus Christ then it's sort of you doing a good big favor <laughs> but the Bible tells us that when we do that we are only doing what is required of us it's a mutual responsibility yeah many also think that evangelism in terms of special campaigns Organize once in a while where everybody goes out to distribute, you know, tracts or to invite people to a gospel Sunday. No. Therefore, as long as, you know, we take part in one or two of these, we have done our part in evangelism and need not to do anything else. That is, that is completely far from being true. So when we look at... Acts chapter 8 verse 4 Acts chapter 8 verse 4 it says those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went okay we are told that the Christians of the early church went everywhere preaching the word God bless you and they were actually doing this not in any organized campaigns but while they were just in transit to settle down in new places and they happened to meet people they were dispersing the word it became a lifestyle wherever they went <laughs> so we can think of the of the time when our lord jesus happened to meet a woman at a well while you know resting after a long journey and he took the opportunity to witness her as, as we all know it by by heart the samaritan woman it just happened in the natural course of events okay thank you thank you very much apostle yeah so amen thank you very much yes so um he did not plan to witness the, the Samaritan woman. It just happened in the natural course of events. All of this indicates that evangelism is to be a way of life for us. Our responsibility is to be ready to share the gospel wherever we go. Amen. In our daily course of life with our friends, colleagues, you know, acquaintances, anywhere we happen to meet each day kindly help help me with first peter chapter 3 verse 15. god bless you first peter 
chapter 3 verse 15 first peter chapter 3 verse 15 it tells us that god bless you it tells us that by sanctify the lord god in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that acteth you a reason of the hope that is in in you with meekness and fear yes it tells us that we should we should be ready always to give an answer to every man that access that acts as a reason of the hope that is in and us with meekness and fear so this this gives us a core responsibility but it means that we need to identify ourselves as followers of jesus christ the people that you are with in your workplace or your steady mate should they become aware that there is a representative of Christ in their midst? An ambassador. Amen. The next thing that you have to do is to match your Christian profession with Christ's life. Amen. He said the first thing it means that you have to do is to identify ourselves as followers of Jesus Christ. You know, the people that we are with everywhere we find ourselves with whether our place of works you know whether it's the marketplace whether it's steady centers even intuitively you have to be aware that there is a representative of christ in your midst amen and the next thing the next thing that you do is to match your christian profession with christ-like conduct you have to bear good testimony before your your mates your colleagues and when we are doing that we should then look for opportunities to tell them about the good news yeah you know in the course of our daily interactions with our mates colleagues the lord will open doors for us to share the gospel with them but you on your path have to look for them you know i remember a recent time when i was you know having my my national service while i engage in series of you know casual discussions with my my colleagues there are often times i'm i'm being reminded of the value of time and the and the worth of an opportunity in disseminating the the word of god with my peers with my colleagues yeah i i recently remember uh, Apostle Samuel recently shared, I think yesterday or so, of how he sometimes caught up, you know, engaged in discussions, not of a secular kind, but with his friends, you know. And and sometimes it may, you know, ring a bell and some conversations may may, may pop up and you may you may feel no, you know, you're not needed in their midst. But it's of essence we portray the likeness jesus wherever wherever he went our lord jesus went the word never departed off his lips and the power of evangelism as demonstrated by our lord jesus has been transient prior to his death even after his death and we witness it literally outscaling the dimension of time and that is the power of disseminating the word of god amen so as i was saying 
I was caught up on multiple occasions while in the presence, listening to them, you know, discuss on several occasions, talking about secular lifestyle, you know, activities, and I'm sometimes signaled by the intuitively by the Holy Spirit to to channel this conversation and bring it centered solely in alignment of the Lord's will as a core mandate of a steward of Jesus. Sometimes it's it's been stressing, but this became a useful transition point and I was eventually able to share the gospel with them. And these are great opportunities as evangelists, you know, as ambassadors of, of, of Christ Jesus. Amen. So there are actually many ways to introduce the subject of the gospel without offending the person, you know, but cultivating his interest so that he will not want to know more about just uh, the salvation. Now, let's consider the the goal of, of evangelism. One priority is, is convincing people to turn to the Lord. You know, some may think that evangelism is simply bringing a friend to church and then hoping that the message be preached in worship service or on the day that the friend comes. You know, maybe the day they come, it will, they, will, they, will, they will automatically be, be converted. But no, evangelism is more than that. It means taking the initiative to share the gospel with them personally. It's, it's not a mere encounter in a prayer room. It goes beyond that. Yeah, exactly. It goes beyond that. You know, God's word in, in 2 Corinthians, please please share with me, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Kindly share with me. Yeah. Now, 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 then, the ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ that be reconciled to God. Yeah. So it tells us that we are we are we are ambassadors of Christ Jesus. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ that be reconciled to God. And that's it. Evangelism. God uses us to speak to people on his behalf amen that's what ambassadors are for therefore we are to talk to people about the things of god and not merely invite them to come to church no if we were to depend solely on what they happen to hear from the pulpit on the day that they come to church what they may receive may not have an emphasis on the gospel or an appeal to be saved because the pulpit ministry alone has to cater for many different needs. And more often it caters to the need of the believers rather than unbelievers. Amen. Therefore, the better way is still for us to personally communicate the message of Christ to our friends. Rather than to depend on whatever is preached from the pulpit but many of us may be afraid to do this we have reservations about taking the initiative to share our faith with others with questions like how do i even introduce the gospel to them what should i say 
What if they were to ask me questions that I cannot answer? Well, it's quite it's quite natural to have this fear sometimes, but we can overcome them as as we look at it. Yeah. Now, we can also look at the message of evangelism, which is the salvation through Christ. The message of evangelism. The message of evangelism, which is a salvation through Christ. And what is the message of salvation? There are some there are some who think that it is a very difficult task to share the gospel because there are too many complicated facts and abstract you know truths to remember and explain however our text of scripture for this teaching which is first corinthians chapter 2 reveals that the message is actually not beyond our ability to communicate it does not require any excellency of speech <laughs> or excellency of any of wisdom of any kind you do not need to be a learned you know theologian or bible scholar college graduate in order to share the gospel effectively you you do not need to be a clever salesman who can speak confidently and move people with very persuasive language to be to be qualified to to evangelize someone god bless you mr david yeah, so if if such things are required for evangelism the apostle himself may be disqualified if we look at first corinthians chapter um, 2 verse 3 4 first corinthians chapter 2 verse 3 4 that part it says i was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling bless you mr Dean. and now my speech and my teaching is not with enticing words of, of man's wisdom but what what was paul's message he tells us that i am determined not to know anything among you but to save jesus but to save you through our lord jesus christ of him being crucified amen so christ and him crucified this is a salvation message that every believer already knows about Amen. Therefore, any Christian who has been genuinely saved already has the basic knowledge that is the need that is that is needed for salvation. Trusting fully and only in Christ and Him crucified. That is the knowledge. That is what the message is centered on. The knowledge. That knowledge is what we, we had to know in order to be saved. All he has to do then is to communicate that same knowledge to others clearly. Exactly. That you should you should get used to that idea that you can share the gospel. You have the ability. It's only a matter of you being willing to communicate what you already know. To communicate that knowledge to a person clearly. Amen. It, it is helpful to organize it in a logical sequence. So the, the first thing you have to consider is that he is a sinner under the sentence of eternal death. That is the, the it hinges to that fact we are all sinners. That he's a sinner under the, the sentence of eternal death. And the second point is that Christ is the answer to his need. And the third point is that he must definitely accept Christ as Savior and Lord. Amen. 
So try to remember this simple three points so that when you have the opportunity for evangelism, you will not miss any of them. It provides this framework for communicating the gospel. And you can then build upon each main point. Example, for the first point, which we may explain simply what sin is, you know, and why all men are now sinners. And for the second point, you can build upon it. You may tell more about who Christ is, God's only son who died for our sins. Amen. Yes. So that, that's that's just about it. But however, you know, while the gospel is simple enough for any genuine believer to communicate, we must ensure that we do not simplify it further. For instance, do not share the gospel like this. Do you believe you're a sinner? Yes. Do you believe Christ died for, for sinners? Yes. Will you receive him now as your savior? Yeah. Yes. And you are saved. That is, that is not how it's supposed to be. At the first look, this method and the message might, might seem to be alright. But on a closer study, we are forced to have second thoughts and complete that. This is an oversimplified message. This is not evangelism. It is, I would say, easy believism. <laughs> to make person believe, to make a person believe that he is saved when in fact he is not. It's, it's very crucial very dangerous we, we become a nominal christian one who is a christian only in name but not in truth no he does not fully understand the gospel he does not have the basic knowledge that is needed for salvation and hence cannot be born again as the holy spirit cannot work in vacuum but to, to save him so the saving truth of god's word concerning christ jesus and him Crucified. That is that is the basic thing that has to be received and understood. Always remember that it is the word of God that gives us spiritual life. This is the, the key element in any method of, of evangelism. And I hope I hope you are blessed. So moving on, we are now going to look at the word of God which is the key method of evangelism, the word of God. You know, the Bible says that, that in Paul's, in Paul's reference, that I, and I, brethren, when I came to you, come not with excellency of speech or of, of wisdom, but declaring unto you the testimony of God. In his evangelistic efforts among the Christians, Paul testifies that it was the testimony of God that he declared to them. The term testimony of God is one of the terms used in the Bible to, to designate God's word. God bless you, Minister D. Yeah. So for example, in Psalm 19, Psalm 19, verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7. Can you help me with that? Psalm 19, verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7. God richly blessed you. Psalm 19, verse 7. Amen. So, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. Okay, yeah. So, the, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul, 
the statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. So the law, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting. Sorry about that. So the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. It is also interesting to know that the first part of this verse tells us that the law of the Lord converts the soul. Amen. So dearly beloved, it is not our clever speech or sound argument, but the word of God which is that which converts sinners. In evangelism, we must fully apply what God himself has said about the power of his word. If you look at Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. It says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. God bless you, minister. Amen. And it shall prosper you in everything where to I sent. So God has built into his word a wonderful and mysterious power that can regenerate the sinner's heart. Amen. According to according to First Peter, I think First uh, Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one verse verse twenty three. Uh, let me confirm the scripture. First Peter chapter chapter one verse twenty three. Peter twenty two twenty three. Yeah, First Peter Peter chapter twenty three. If I get it right, kindly help me with First Peter chapter one verse twenty three. First Peter chapter one verse twenty three. Great. God bless you. So being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Amen. So we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You know, according, to, according to his word, it says that of his own will begat us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creature you know jesus gave himself for the church that he might be sanctified and cleanse it with the washing water by the word Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Okay, it says that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So when the apostle Peter wielded his sharp two-edged sword at an evangelistic message, the, the hearts of three thousands were powerfully pricked by the, the word of God, and they immediately sought for salvation and were baptized. 
now the main question that comes is how do we use the word of god in evangelism how do we know where the essence of scripture actually is this is this is where we return to our basic third point you know the first point where i talked about how you want to tell a person that he's a sinner under the sentence of eternal death you know you can use verses like romans chapter 3 verse 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory or romans chapter 6 verse 23 god bless you minister and for all have romans chapter 6 verse 23 for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through our lord jesus christ and as we move on and on to the second point which you show that Christ is the answer to his need. You can quote verses like Romans, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You can also talk about, you can also reference scriptures like John chapter 14, verse 6. God bless you, Minister Redeem. John chapter 4, verse 6. John chapter 14 verse 6 sorry John chapter 14 verse 6 and it says um, Jesus said unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man comes unto the father but by me and that's that's a powerful scripture in there and for the third point you can prove that he must definitely God bless you minister David he must for the third point, you can prove that he must definitely accept Christ as Savior and Lord by using the scriptures like John chapter 1, verse 12, and John 3, 16. These verses are more familiar to us. So, there are several ways to represent the word of God to someone during evangelism. If you have a Bible, you could look, you can look up the verses in the Bible and get him to read it loud. Ask him what he understands by it and explain to him any words he does not understand if you do not have a bible with you you can even recite the verses from memory okay, like john 3 16 however you would you would need some discipline preparation in order to do this to learn this this bible verses yeah by heart god richly bless you mr Reed. so an alternative method is to use ready-made gospel presentation that have many points as well as the relevant scripture you know verses printed in them one example of this gospel is is a powerful um, idea to carry you know a little handbook or tracks in your purse or your wallet even they never know when when they will be useful but you can go through it with the person or if circumstances not much time read if I just read the, the, the message like a little poster or a little um, tract asking them to read it okay sometimes however you may feel the need for something more than this okay perhaps the friend that you are witnessing is interested to know, to know more than what is contained in the tract mind you we are we are not talking about the interest so I would I am trying my best to talk about this as limited to the to interesting evangelism. I hope you are all with me. So this is when you can use short Bible course like the you know, the Bible as a book. 
poster as a written message, which is really an extended gospel presentation with many portions of scripture that you may have been heard. Amen. Finally, I want us to look at the, the power of evangelism, where it's centered on the Holy Spirit. And always remember that God is the one who calls the person irresistibly and eventually to salvation. Kindly share with me John chapter 6, verse 7. John chapter 6, verse 7. John chapter 6, verse 7. Amen. I, I, I just trust you are being blessed by this part of the John chapter 6 verse 7. Yes. So God richly bless you, Mr. Redeemer. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And he that cometh to me, I will be no wise as that. Amen. No man come to me except the Father who has sent me to God. I will let him up in the last day. So when the Holy Spirit of God calls the sinner to salvation. No one can resist him for long. And there are at least three ways of describing the missing work of the Holy Spirit in salvation. He convicts the sinner, making his lost condition real to him. That's the first thing. He convicts the sinner, making his lost condition real to him. And this is the working of the Holy Spirit. So the next, the, 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 the workings of the Holy Spirit is demonstrated by conviction. Amen. And the second thing we have to know is he enables the sinner to understand and accept the gospel of Christ. We can reference this to 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. God bless you, Minister. Amen. Yes, and my speech and my preaching was not the enticing voice of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and of power. He regenerates the sinner's heart. You know, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So, our part of evangelism is only twofold. My dear beloved family. You know, the first one is to represent the gospel to him and to pray that God will work in his heart. Prayer plays an important role in evangelism. Having done that, we then lead the results to God. Don't worry or think you have failed if you don't get immediate results. The Apostle Paul himself did not always see a warm response to what he preached. You know, in Acts chapter 7, in Acts chapter 7, he also says when, when Paul preached his gospel message to the council of, 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 of to the council mass appeal in Athens, it was not even received there at all. So there will be times when we will be tempted to even feel this. this disappointed and discouraged because people do not respond well to our efforts to bring them 
to bring them the good news of salvation and we've all been witness of such of such situations but we expect them to accept our message with joy but instead many of them reject it with ridicule and it's normal yeah when we feel this day um sorry when we feel this way sometimes we we need to remember that ultimately it is not our efforts about that the apostle paul himself did not always receive um response as he preached you know when we we sometimes feel some of these ways we, we need to remember that ultimately it's our effort not our method not the approach we use nor our skills in delivering god's truth that saves men it is god alone who saves it is that our precious holy spirit that the conviction we, we will do well to our part and we ought to do it well but the result must be left to god only god can change a sinner's heart and convict him of his need for salvation amen so our responsibility is to sow the seed the rest is left to god he will cause it to germinate and grow amen sometimes the seed will flourish and grow and sometimes it will not yeah so Christ mentioned this in his parable of the sower, as we all know it by heart, that sometimes the seed takes a longer time than, than expected to germinate. Many people hear the gospel, but do not respond to it. Sadly, until many years later, when they encourage a crisis or something befalls them and they call upon Christ to save them. Sometimes a person may have to hear the gospel, you know, 10 to 20 times before he is converted. So the timing of salvation and result of our evangelism are best left to the mysterious work in the heart by the Holy Spirit. Our success in evangelism is measured not by the number of souls we have won to Christ, but by how well we have used the opportunities given us to share the gospel with the people around us. Amen. God, God richly bless you so much. God richly bless you so much. I'm, I'm so happy for the engagement so far. And the contribution has just been so wonderful. Yeah, so now <laughs> that brings me to our centered perspective. But please remind me of the time so that I don't go beyond um, promoting the gospel via social media, via social media. Amen. So um, the reality is that billions of people worldwide are engaging with new cultures in our society today, you know, religion you know, on a daily basis due to the, the rise of social media. But, you know, while social media poses a new set of problems of our age, which we all know, the prospect of billions of people being exposed to the gospel digitally should make us more excited than being concerned. God bless you, Apostle. So if we make time to post about, you know, our activities, things going on, funny memes, you know, as we see all the time and laugh at Hartley, we, we surely should have time to share about our Savior. We've all been victims one way or the other. You know, there is certainly a temptation to look down. 
<laughs> yes, um, meme kings and queens there. <laughs> so there is certainly a temptation to look down upon upon social media ministry due to some, you know, some of its negative side effects. But many of us are familiar with those who flaunt the name of, and this is crucial, those who flaunt the name of Christ for selfish gain or distribute false teaching by WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, you know. However, it should be a foolish, you know, overgeneralization to cite these cases as means of justifying silence about Christ or on our own social media accounts. If we make time to post about vacation, politics, you know, sports, then we surely should have time to to share about our Savior. Amen. So, throughout the book of Acts, we see the apostles unashamedly proclaim the good news of Christ Jesus in every variety of context. Yeah. The gospel was preached wherever new ideas were, were dispersed and people, you know, gathered publicly anywhere they found themselves. They preached the word. They shared new ideas. They dispersed information beyond reach. So, Jesus is well aware of our occasional timidity and fearfulness. That is why he reminds us, his disciples, like in um, in this scripture, Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Someone help me with uh, Matthew chapter 28, where Jesus uh, reminds us of his disciples and the, you know, about him being with us always until the end of age. I think, can you share with me Matthew chapter 28, verse 20? Amen. Yeah, so teaching them to observe, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Yeah, so our Lord Jesus Christ has reassured us of his presence with us through in and throughout of time. So with this promise in mind, we can take the leap and share that message, that testimony, that gospel video, that 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 encouragement, that inspiration, you know, knowing that Christ's guide and empowerment lies in our hands through our digital, you know, activities, our media activities. Amen. Amen. So we are also reminded to stick to the basics. In Romans, kindly help me with Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. God bless you, Minister Ben. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Okay. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Amen. It reminds us that the gospel itself is the power unto salvation for everyone who believes. In this simple truth lies much peace. You know, our linguistic skills, our Aesthetic abilities and persuasive techniques do not hold the power to eternal life. Instead, the good news of our risen Savior is very sufficient, very powerful to alter someone's eternal destiny. 
our posts on usual basis should aim to glorify Christ Jesus rather than ourselves. Sometimes we may be going through a lot of challenges in life, a lot of desperate moments, things like that. But we have to make much of Jesus rather than attempting to make a name for ourselves. Amen. God bless you. So, it comes to boil down, why should we preach gospel via our media platforms? Why should we preach the gospel via our media platforms? You know, if we do not preach the gospel, people will die in their sins without hearing the good news of Jesus. So, there is no other way of salvation except through Jesus Christ, as, as referenced in, in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. You know, the gospel is the power of God to transform lives. It's the power to transform lives. We, we also know that the time is short, which creates an urgency to preach the gospel. Jesus commanded us to go and preach the good news. Kind, kindly share with me Mark chapter, uh, chapter 16, verse 15. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Kindly share with me. God bless you. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. 16 verse 15. Okay, yeah. So, and he said unto them, Go ye into, into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To every creature. The gospel is the good news of salvation, my dear brethren. For the whole of humanity, we must use all of the methods and media at our disposal to spread that message god does not want anyone to perish but wants all to repent of their sins and receive the free gift of salvation amen in evangelism digital platform possesses you know so much power as a global audience sometimes i go online share Within few seconds, you can see about 20 views. I'm like, wow, the power of technology. Yeah, so it, it's a powerful tool. Exactly, like this podcast. <laughs> it's a very powerful tool to reach a global audience with a, with a life-transforming message of the gospel. Yes, and the internet has also... It, it goes beyond boundaries. I hope you understand. It's dissolved geographically beyond boundaries, you know, allowing us to connect with individuals from diverse, you know, background, culture, and location. So through social media, websites, and other digital channels, we can engage with people who may never have encountered the gospel before. <laughs> Imagine how powerful that is. And we are all encouraged to disperse the good news through media. Through media. We are all encouraged. It's a burden. It's a weight. It lies on our heads. It's our core mandate to, to disperse the good news as ambassadors, as evangelists, as ministers of Christ. Amen. So, moreover, digital evangelism enables us to overcome every physical limitation and barriers hindering traditional methods. Okay. So whether it's due to distance, disabilities, you know, societal restriction, you know, the digital space provides 
a powerful inclusive environment where individuals can freely explore faith and encounter God's love by harnessing the power okay of this technology social media we can we can amplify the impact of the gospel message breaking through the noise you know the trend trends the trends <laughs> on social media and stuff like that we can break through that noise touching hearts and changing lives okay so digital evangelism paramountly fosters creation of online communities where believers can connect where we can share experiences support one another build meaningful relationships grounded in faith through these communities discipleship spiritual growth we can flourish extending the reach of our ministry far beyond the confines of our of our gatherings amen so let's let's look at the this the centered goal of preaching the word the gospel via social media so um let's take uh, acts chapter 4 verse 12 so when we preach the gospel with a desire to see the salvation of people that's the main goal you know the desire to see the salvation of people that that's the core anchorage god bless you minister redeem neither is there salvation in in any other for there is none other there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved amen so we are we are always encouraged to keep pushing this core mandate of saving the brethren those who believe will be saved and those who do not will be condemned and we know this by heart so those it becomes a burden a world a world heart aching burden we have to win them we have to fish them we have to strive to get them so those who are saved through repentance God bless you for the for the prompt. Those who are saved through the repentance and confessions of their sins come together in local fellowship to worship God. So one of the goal of preaching the gospel is to establish new, you know, relationships, even establishing new um, corporations, like even churches, or strengthen already existing churches by adding more disciples to them. So it's, it's very powerful and we should always be motivated to preach the gospel through social media, through every, every corporate technology which can be used to, dissem to disseminate the word. So the love of Christ is what motivates us. We should always understand that it is the passion and love for Christ and we should always hold that to the core. It, should was to, it, it is what that is to motivate us to preach the gospel at every time he died for us while we were yet sinners his love compels us while we were yet sinners dying on the cross jesus purchased us by his precious blood and we belong to his family amen we belong to his family we see the world through the compassionate heart of our lord jesus eyes on the cross of calvary sweating blood and that is the love we have to hold. That is one love we have to, we always have to come into alignment with. If we love him, we will keep his, his commandment. And one of his sole 
heart's aching commandment is to always preach the gospel beyond less no matter how busy no matter how much tied up no matter how how time constraining it may be we fall victims all the time but at least for every opportunity the love of god of christ jesus goes beyond and it is his passionate it is his passionate 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 desire that we all come to the knowledge of him and so the world is completely saved he cannot come and it's our sole responsibility as ministers as evangelists as ambassadors that we win this lawsuit imagine you meet your own brother you see your brother doing whatever he's doing in his room listening to all that music all this profanity saying a lot of of trash doing a lot of things which you know is not worthy by you you neglect it i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't one day be in be in heaven somewhere and see your brother crying in the pits of hell it's it's sad so you have the opportunity it's time time is like i don't know how to describe time but time is is of essence time we have now cannot be gained once it's all lost so it's our it's our core virtue core mandate that we should always be in haste to save the lost one if it, it can you don't have to force it at least just a word you are blessed just a simple word lord jesus loves you just a simple word the holy spirit continues from there it's like like that it just continues from there so we should be motivated. I'm almost wrapping up. We are we are motivated to always preach the word. We are always encouraged to be bold in preaching the word. We are we encourage that the that boldness is key in preaching the word. We should always preach the word with boldness, coming from a deep conviction that the Lord Jesus is the only way of salvation. The conviction of a person who has received the forgiveness of sin in Jesus will help him or her to be effective in communicating the gospel. You must also memorize the scripture. Most of us, it's, it's, it's like a big problem, but we have to memorize it. At least for a day, if you memorize, meditate on one or two scriptures, you are good to go. At least memorizing scriptures is of essence. John sorry romans chapter 3 verse, verse 23 tells us that for all have sinned romans chapter 6 verse 23 says that the wages of sin is death john chapter 3 verse 16 god so loved the world romans chapter 10 verse 9 tells us that we can be saved by faith romans 8 verse 1 says that there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus john chapter 1 verse 12 says if we believe and accept god's free gift of salvation we become his children so there are many more verses that can be used to lead someone to the lord depending on the background and knowledge of that person amen god bless you minister redeemed yeah so the word witnessing is is also powerful in the course to tell us that about what has been seen no one can truly witness without hearing seeing or experiencing so as we become the children of god we share the joy of being in the family of god we are witnesses we are the people chosen to witness the love of god to all who have never heard of it 
We are to bear witness through our words, our deeds, our testimonies. Others have to see and hear about the love of God in, in, in and through us. As witnesses of Jesus, we need to maintain a close walk and fellowship with Jesus on a daily basis. One of the, the characteristics of, of, of the ancient Christians, or I mean the, the first century Christians, were that they had been with Jesus. They had been with Jesus. And it stems from that foundation. And we still have the, the, the courage to disseminate the word of God, to talk to others about the word. If we are disconnected from Jesus, we do not have a message to tell at all. So preaching reminds us that not only not only of the, the preacher's passion, conviction, enthusiasm, or anything. So for what is what is what he's preaching about, but also the urgency of communicating that message. We are also reminded that we are we are the salt and light in preaching the gospel. When we preach the gospel, we must expect results. When we preach the gospel, we must we must we must expect results, transformation, and repentance. That is the the core thing. We must expect miracles and wonders. We can we must expect persecution and imprisonment, even death, regardless of the results. The Lord Jesus is always with the preacher. So all of us who have experienced the power of gospel are called to preach in one way. In preaching, we proclaim or communicate the good news, but in witnessing, we tell what we have experienced as disciple of Jesus. It should be a personal lifestyle, and it's very important that every disciple is called to declare the goodness of the one who called us out from the darkness we were once into. We need to reflect the character of the Lord Jesus throughout life. As disciples, we are living epistles. God bless you, Minister David. The gospel in human form to affect the world. We preach with our action and reaction. You know, someone correctly said once that preach the gospel through all means. Use the word if it's needed. <laughs> so as a witness of, of, of gospel, you should have boldness to say things like what Apostle Paul said. He said, imitate or follow me as I imitate Christ. Amen. So we are salt and light and preaching the gospel, whether through social media or through any technology, because we are witnesses. His disciples are the salt of earth and the light of the world, as seen in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. So we need to reflect the life of Jesus. We read the testimony of the, the Shunam, is it the Shunammite woman? Yeah, about Elisha, the prophet of the Lord. She says, I know this man who often comes this way. It's a holy man of God, demonstrating the power of witnessing. So to wrap everything up, even though at times we may find very little or no result at all from our efforts, at the same time, we must remember that no results are possible at all. If we do not first seek the opportunity to witness to people around us so let us just keep doing our best and let the lord do the rest for if we withhold the message of salvation from them we'll be hurting them we'll be hurting them continuously amen amen yeah so evangelism is every christian's business so let us be encouraging it 
in every season and out of every season. So God richly bless you. <laughs> bless you so much. And give you the power and strength to always be gathered up to bear the mandate of evangelism. God richly bless you and and keep you, strengthen you, and bless the blessedness of his word today, tonight. Amen. God bless you. Papa, you can, Apostle, you can carry on from here. God richly bless you all. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Okay. Powerful. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Since um Apostle is not active at the moment, I'll I'll wrap everything up. And uh yes. Alright, so with our heads bowed down and our hearts being connected together, let's join in in prayer. Okay, okay, Minister David, just just take over. Okay, God richly bless you. So I'm just I'm just getting out of the meeting now. God richly bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you, Minister Mike, for the powerful teachings today. For the powerful teachings today, God bless you for enlightening us. And teaching us on the topic evangelism and promoting the gospel in person and through social media platforms. Social media platforms. So, beloved, even as our minister is done with the teaching of the word, let us pray and let us thank God in the space of two minutes. And also, even as we thank God, let us pray and thank and tell God that. Even as it is said in his word, that we should not be hearers only, deceiving ourselves, but we should be doers of the word as well. Let's pray and tell God that he should help us and he should grant us the grace that even as we have heard today's meet, today's teaching on evangelism, may we walk with the word. May we not be hearers only, but be doers of the word. Be doers of the word. Beloved, open your mouth and pray unto the Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus that even as your word has come and enlightened us, oh God, even as you have taught us, just as your word says that we should not be hearers only, deceiving ourselves, but we should be doers as well. We pray, dear God, that even as your word has come, teach us, oh God, teach us, oh God, teach us, help us, let us be doers of the word, let us be doers of the word. In the name of Jesus, Kado Shedda Daba Brando Sidi Diba Paya, Le Konde Diba Brashka Dabadia Tenda Divadaya, Le Kirskinima Paya, grant us boldness, O God, grant us boldness to constantly preach your word. Grant us boldness to constantly preach the gospel. Shepherd Branda at all times and in every moment and in every door you open for us. Thank you, Jesus. Shada Daba Kunde. Branda skidi di bidi ataya leti ke sonde deba branda kapakoshe meti ke sonde ne madia ataya lefa branda skidi bidi atashe na dakonde meti ke usidi di bidi ataya in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Amen so God bless you beloved for staying in fellowship 
even for staying till thus far god bless each and every one of us for making it and god bless each and everyone for supporting the one of god and god bless you finally minister mike sia for the teaching tonight god bless you god bless you please if if this is your first time joining us i can see we have some new faces among us we are the burning ones we are the burning ones revival network and this is who we are and what we believe we are a word based that is a bible teaching bible believing bible studying bible practicing group and then we are a prayer and in an intercessory body as well we believe in prayers and in a lot of intercession and sometimes also we have the ministrations of the spirit that is the prophetic and also we are an evangelistic movement as well that is aimed at getting to know more of jesus and making him known even in the world of influence so if you find yourself here tonight it is not by mistake or not by chance and god bless you for joining so please make sure to follow us hit the plus button beside the name burning ones and then follow us so that whenever we have a live cast or meeting you will get the notification and join us as well and by god's grace we have a lot of published podcasts we have a lot of published podcasts so please do well to listen great teachings we are currently on a season of we are currently on the teachings intimacy and it has been a powerful teaching so far just go to the dashboard head go through the published sermons and listen and be blessed and your life will never be the same so we'll be taking the following announcements god willing tomorrow from apostle we are meeting we are meeting god willing tomorrow at 10 30 pm and it is going to be a prayer session and it is an intense warfare moment of prayers for open gates just as we know that our month of october is the month of possessing the gates so god willing tomorrow is an intense warfare moment of prayers for open gates and grace to finish well in 2023 and also from apostle we'll be praying against and then open heavens and open heavens okay open heavens as well and then we will be praying against the spirits of untimely and premature death as well and it is not a composing meeting if you know that you can be able to make it you join as well and that is that then the second thing is that please we have been posting how to join apostle has been making announcement constantly on how to access the podcast the already published ones and listen you hit the, on the name burning ones on the top left corner of your screen after hitting it you go to the dashboard then you scroll through you you will see the name of the published podcast you just hit it you start listening if you want to download there's an option to download so that you can listen later please let's do well to listen to our published podcast as well and then again from our apostle he says that if anyone has any challenge please do well to call him if anyone has any challenge do well to get in touch and you can get in touch with the man of god through any of the contacts on the screen through any of the contacts on the screen so it will be dropped soon that is uh, yeah 
So you can contact either Minister Jenny, Minister David, that is myself, or Minister Eben. Pick any of the contacts on the screen, then you can get in touch with the man of God. If anybody has any personal challenge, please get in touch. And then from Apostle as well, he says, there is a lady among us and there are things, things are not fine at home. And it is affecting her mentally. And it is making her question God and her service in the house of God. I repeat, there is a lady among us this evening. Things are not well at home and it is affecting her mentally. And then it is making her question God and her service in the house of God. Please, Apostle says that you should keep in touch. Get in touch, please. From Apostle, get in touch. And again, those of us who are already part of the family, we have a WhatsApp platform. And from Apostle, please, whenever we drop information on the page, please, let's do what to respond. Let us not respond to the messages we feel like responding and leave others. Any information that is dropped on our WhatsApp platforms, please, let's do what to respond accordingly. So that the person who drops the information or either Apostle can know that indeed, the message has been read and it has been acknowledged as well. And then God bless each and every one of us who are giving to support the ministry. And some are also sending their tithes as well. Some are also sending their tithes as well. Apostle says God bless you and we also say God bless you. And Apostle says he's praying for you. Those that are covenant givers, those who give their tithes and those who are consistent partners who support the ministry. There are special prayers that are made for you to honor your seeds and your sacrifices for your ministry. Your ministry. <laughs> okay. Please, about the lady, the one apostle says, he says, you may get in touch if you want. You may get in touch if you want. You may get in touch if you want. So God bless those who are given. And if you want to, if you are led by the Spirit or you are touched by God and you want to send your offering or your seed, you can get in touch into any of the contacts on the screen. That is Minister Jen or Minister David Mandubonsu. And don't forget to use burning ones as the Momo reference so that we can know that this is the purpose of the of that. And please, Apostle again says that he is praying for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. But he is especially praying for those who are also supporting the ministry through seas, covenant giving, and their tithes as well. And please, let us do that. So let us bless. Let us do that as well. And please, let us not forget to work on our souls. Let us not forget to work on our souls. The month of October is ending. And at least, each and every one should have won four souls by now. And they are grounded and they are planted as well, consistent in meetings. So if you know that the person you were working on has stopped coming for meetings, the person does not come for sessions, when we have sessions, he or she will be missing. Please go and search for the person, find the person and bring the person back. And bring the person back. God bless you. And very soon the month of October shall end and we shall enter into a new month. That is the month of November. And as you already know, for the first seven days of every month, we engage in fasting and prayers. Fasting and prayers. Sharp 
intense so please if you know that since we began or since you joined you have not been consistent in the fasting and prayers please for the month of november for the month of november please make up your mind that you partake in the fasting and prayers from day one to day seven from day one to day seven and please don't miss don't miss for we are about to enter a season of heavy clouds hanging over the nation and we are also about to transition into a season of great grace but it is only those who are committed it is only those who are committed that will be able to take part so let us position ourselves even as we'll be entering into a new monsoon and partake of everything that we do god bless you so these are the announcements for tonight and that is that so without any further information it is our prayer that may god continue to bless us may he continue to keep us may he continue to sustain us even as his word has been released unto us this evening that we should be that we should constantly share the gospel may we be doers of the word and not hearers only because jesus has made us understand through the word of god that it is his will that we bear much fruit and that his fruit that our fruit should remain so even as we have received this word may we go and be doers of the word may we go and be doers of the word god bless you for making it tonight stay in grace don't forget to talk to somebody about jesus even as we have learned that we are supposed to share the gospel through the social media this evening even as you live here you can type something jesus on your status you can type that jesus loves you you can type that jesus is the way type something about the gospel on your status and share the gospel god bless you as apostle we say i love you we love you all stay in grace shalom Bye 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 bye.
No, you never.